check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Hey, yo, welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to episode 88 of Pump Fakes and Hot Takes. This is your host, Cheesy, coming at you in virtual studio today. It's just me and the Kang, Vino. How are you doing today, bro? I'm good, bro. I'm good, chilling. Um, just recovering from that absolutely exhilarating all-star weekend. Uh, <laughs> trying, to, trying to make sure I can stay grounded, you know, after that mm. experience. Wow, wild. Wild times. Exactly, yeah. How are you, bro? Oh, man, I'm doing great, bro. I'm doing great. Um, I, t- I think I've been saying this since, since, the, since the start of January, but January has been off to an amazing start for me. Uh, I haven't announced this on the pod yet, but uh, I'm about to become a father. Hey. Uh, so, so some big news there. Um, yeah, man, shit is everything is everything is looking great right now. Um, yeah, picked up a new car yesterday, or, or not yesterday, two days ago. So driving that around town, it's 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 just been it's been a a great start to the year. It's been a great start to the year, and it's just Beautiful, things are just man. getting better and better from from here on out. Um, Beautiful, bro. But yeah, as you were saying, the the All Star Weekend, exhilarating stuff. <laughs> exhilarating, bro. Exhilarating. What can I say? Yeah, it was uh, it was a tough one. So might as well just start there. Seeing as we didn't record, we we initially we were going to actually record an an All Star um an All Star Weekend breakdown or an All Star Weekend mm-hmm. recap episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but after watching the weekend, it just there there wasn't enough joy to to record an episode um solely about that so we figured we might as well like just lump it into um into today's topics so we might as well start there with the with the all-star weekend um you know let's 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 start what was your what was your favorite part of the all-star weekend how about that let's start there let's start on the positive or try the end of it um <laughs> the end of it <laughs> When when oh, team, team Giannis won one eight four one one seven five, once that pulled up on the screen, that was my favorite part of the weekend. Now, um, <laughs> if you're talking about during, um, I would have to say, uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, I've got to say, like probably, ah, oh, it's hard, man. <laughs> the three point, the three point contest, I'd say. I didn't like the contestants, but it's still a traditional format. I don't like the two money ball things from from what what they said about a hundred times Dame range. Oh, that's Dame range, bro. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not I'm not a big fan of of them. I I like the old school format, bro. Just five racks, each rack with a money ball at the end of it. Call it a day. That's how it's most competitive. Whereas. For example, I, I, there were a couple of contestants didn't even get round to their money ball rack. It's their own fault, but if they hit four of them, who knows? It's just mm. it, it was. I'm not trying to hate. Actually, it's supposed to be my my, my favorite part of the weekend. But yeah, that was what I was to say. It was tough to watch, bro. All of the like Julius Randall, bro. I'm just watching him do very very nonsense things, things that he's not built to do. Like if he even had him in the dunk contest, that would make more sense. But to have him in a three-point contest when he's shooting 34% from three this year, and the reason they did it is because they didn't have any contestants and they thought, you know what, who, uh, who who's going to say yes? Prob- yeah, who's, who's going to say yes and who probably could do a little job because they've been a good three-point shooter at some point at least. And then mm. Julius was one of the players on that list, probably one of the first they asked, and he was like, yeah, cool. I don't blame him. But, bro, it was just... And listen, I give that as an example to exemplify my anger at this situation because for me to say that and use my own player as an example, that's how bad the contest was. But it was still my favorite part just because it was the most competitive, the most skill-based. We'll get onto the dunk contest and the skills challenge after. Let me not even get started. That that uh, We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. I'm going to reserve all my thoughts. But yeah, we'll get my there. My favorite oh. part is the three-point contest. You know, I'll. You know, I'll, I think I'll, I'll take the easy way out on this. My favorite part of the of the All Star Weekend was the All Star Game halftime show. Uh, <laughs> 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 
as you all know, obviously I'm Nigerian, so ha- like they pretty much had what um, three Afrobeat stars on there. So it started off with Burner Boy, um, and then Rima, and then Thames, and then Burner Boy closed the show. Um, that's a that's a dope that's a really dope lineup to see Nigerians represented on, on that stage was was big. Um, aside from that, like looking at the actual. <sighs> You know, let's just let's just fucking just jump into it. Like just looking into the actual All Star Game events. Um, we'll start with the with the with the dunk contest because at this point, like dunk contest is is a is difficult to watch. It's There's difficult a bit to watch. Of slang, a bit of yeah. slang we use in England that would apply here. We'd say the dunk contest. The the dunk contest is done out here, bro. That yeah. whole contest is done out. It's finished. Like. I don't see how you can recover it now. You've tried a few times. It's just not working. Yeah, like, it's at this point, it's just like, I feel like the, the dunk contest, it used to be dope, obviously. Um, and part of the reason why it was so great was because you were seeing, like, the best athletes in the league um, put on their best performances dunking the ball. And now it feels like you're just getting, like, random guys with hops and like very very little creativity especially when you compare it to the amount of creativity we see like dunkers do online so like we see some amazing flashy dunks on instagram on twitter on tiktok or whatever and then you come to the all-star game or all-star weekend and it's like it's a guy doing a honey dip it's like okay cool like the, that was fucking cool in like 2004 like come on like, that's like that's like a, a Dwight Howard dunk. That's a yeah. Dwight Howard dunk. Like, it's just it's. I feel like we're we're watching the same dunks over and over again every year, and it's just like there's no creativity, and then the, there's no big name players that you're looking forward to. Like, the the high flyers that we 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 look at, um, Jamarant, Anthony Edwards, um, you know, guys like that. They're not interested in, in the in the dunk contest, and it's just like. The guys who are sure some of them have hops, but they don't really have any like like there's no skill, there's no finesse, like there's nothing else in the dunk aside from hey look how high I can jump. So it's just it's just fucking boring now, man. Bro, the winner of this year's dunk contest has never played a game in the NBA in his life. Yeah. And that's the fact. The NBA dunk contest winner is not an NBA player. There's there's already a fundamental problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, no hate on Mac McClung, but you should not be allowed to bring him into a, con- a dunk contest when he's never played in the NBA, first and foremost. Shout out to him. He put on a show, unlike the other bums there. Now, the issue that I have with the dunk contest is LeBron James. So... Years ago, Michael Jordan was the face of the dunk contest. Tracy McGrady was the face of the drunk dunk contest. Vince Carter, NBA superstars. To your point, Chizzy, what we want to watch is competition. We understand at this point we've seen every dunk more or less there is to be seen. We want to see which of our favorite players is going to be able to win in a contest of who can put on the best show. You put Ja Moran, Anthony Edwards, as you said, uh, maybe a guy, who, who else? If you want to have big man representation, then potentially Betty. a guy like a Nick Claxton. Or, yeah. or Zion, if he's not injured. And I'm sorry, that was a very... To... Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, Zion. Zion, bro. These yeah. kind of guys, exactly. And there's going to be people, each of... I'll be honest... I was rooting in the three-point contest for Julius. Kind of. I really wanted him to win it, but he was just not part of the competition. He was just there. Because he's not going to beat Dame in a three-point contest. He's got no chance of winning. He's not a three-point specialist. Same way with the dunk contest. You want to have guys on your team that are relevant enough for you to be invested. And that's why you want some of the bigger names... Battling it against, uh, battling out against each other, and if they don't have the best dunks, it's still competitive and it's still 
interesting to see which of them is going to come out on top. Me and Chizzy and Noble, we've got our own favourites out of these players. I'm not going to go for Jamarant. I know one of these guys is probably going to go for Jamarant if they go in a dunk contest and is going to really want, want him to win. I'll probably go for another guy and I'll really want them to win. And then it's something that we can talk about, something that as fans we're interested in. Yeah. I, I couldn't care less about anyone in the dunk contest. I cared about the three-point contest only because, as I said, it's the best example of actual NBA skill in the in the All-Star weekend. And... One of my team's players were in it. However, un, however poorly matched it was, they were in it. So I was a little interested in that. But these aren't the things that you should be getting up for in the All Star Weekend. I used to be. I remember my fa- first All Star Weekend was with with my friends in the. We live in the UK, obviously, so we we stay up late to watch these games. One a.m., two a.m. We're there. We all came in, came together to our friend's house, and we were chilling in 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 the living room, just watching the All Star game tired as shit bro we had school the next day man just excited to watch every minute of the game the the dunk contest and everything but now i couldn't care less honestly i had work the next day the all-star game was late i watched it in the morning i'll be honest i watched it in the morning because i i don't care i would have made the sacrifice and stayed up a couple of years ago yeah like it's it's really bad like the you touched on the three-point contest a little bit like to me that was it was more exciting than the the dunk contest, and I feel like in recent years it's it's been more it's been more of that. It's been like the the three point contest in my eyes have been um, has overshadowed the the dunk contest. Now the thing is, when the dunk contest is good, like when you have like a Zach Levine versus Aaron Gordon type um, event, like now it's like then it overshadows the dunk contest. But like that happens at this rate, like once every like five to ten years. And for the remaining nine years or four years, it's it's like the the, the three point contest really should be the the marquee event. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm really sorry, Chizzy. Just before yeah. we move on, the comment I made about the problem with my my problem with the three point contest is LeBron. I feel like I didn't explain that. It's because he was the first of the superstar generation to be too cool for the dunk contest. And it's mm. just stuck since then. Since then, we haven't seen a single superstar contend in the dunk contest. Can you can you remember one? <sighs> yeah. No, like it's even guys who have become like household names from like, like for example, like a, a Zach Levine Zach or Levine. like a yeah. or like a Demar Derozan. Like they weren't at the they weren't the level of players that they currently are at the time that they went into the dunk contest. Exactly. So like they were, they, point, were, they were role players then. Yeah, they were role players and then like obviously they got after the dunk contest they like improved significantly on the game and like for example in DeMar DeRozan's case, he was mostly a slasher at the time. And now he's become like pretty much one of the best mid-range players in the league. He's a great passer. Like he's a great all-round player now. But at the time he was in the dunk contest, he wasn't the superstar that he is now. And you're not seeing any like you're not you you're rarely seeing any all stars in the dunk contest or all star level yes. players in the dunk contest. Um so like we're not seeing those household names in there anymore. It's just like you know, whoever would say yes, which all the all star level guys are like, no. Like John Morant was asked, Will you go into the dunk contest? says no. Um Anthony Edwards, same thing. Um like it's just yeah. I don't know. Like it's just it's not a it's not a fun contest to watch. But let let's go to the actual All Star game itself. Yeah, I'm really sorry, Chizzy. One more yeah. gripe I have with it. <laughs> can, we, can we start getting dunks first time? Like people, like come on, bro, make it entertaining. These stupid dunks. Some of them are really bad dunks. That honestly, back in the day, you don't get you don't get excused for not getting these kind of dunks first time. It was only the really difficult ones that, okay, throw it up again, give it another go. Other than that, every dunk you did in the, in the contest was first time. Otherwise, it was a 40. Now, you can do a dunk on the third attempt and get a 48. We've seen it now with our eyes. It's crazy. Go on. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is, at this point, like, honestly, I feel like I've, over the last couple of years, I feel like we've talked about the all-star, like the dunk contest and three-point contest a lot. Um, but th- like the all-star game in the past couple of years was a lot better. 
like especially since they put in the the new Kobe um like Kobe and Gigi rules um mm-hmm. which essentially is like the first three quarters um are essentially like treated as individual um kind of games in a way um so the clock the clock resets um and certain clock but the game game scores reset to zero zero and whoever wins the quarter um you know like they get um i think it was like a hundred thousand dollars for the for the charity um that mm-hmm. they represent um and then the score in the fourth quarter is like obviously you tally the the first three quarter scores whoever is ahead on that you add 24 and essentially the both teams play to that um this year they, they kept that same format except that uh team Giannis had won the first quarter was tied team Giannis won the second and third quarter um with jason tatum fucking going like just Ballistic. making like 10 threes in the in the third um so come the fourth quarter this this the difference in scores was about like 17 or 18 and jason tatum just kept like stayed hot and closed out the game um yeah I know you said you watched it the, the following day, but like just how how can we fix the All Star game, or like do you have any ideas on how we can fix the All Star game? Um, it's a very difficult question because there's a lot of different things that can be done. Uh, what will work? I don't know. So, first of all, I'd like to make it clear. I did not watch uh, um, highlights. I did watch the game in full. And it was a good game at times. Um, Especially when Jason Tatum was going off. Because obviously at that time it was just entertaining to watch the guy go crazy. But I think the format, as you said, has made it better in the last few years. And it has improved the quality of the game. I think the viewership was actually higher in the last few years than it was previously. It's this year that it's really took a nosedive. And I think it's just down to the way that it's played. I was I was watching a clip the other day of uh, Michael Jordan blocking someone in the All-Star game, running down and dunking it. Yeah. What happened to defense? Just because it's an All-Star game, they've just refused to play any defense now. And... I've I've had the same complaint for the last three, four years in a row. It's annoying me. It's really annoying to me how little defense is played in these all-star games. And it's, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. Because it's not entertaining to watch. I don't just want to watch you guys just dunk the ball with no competition. It's the same thing as the dunk contest, the three-point contest. Same same problem. I could care less if Dame did 36. Is that what he did? 36, I think, in one round? Uh, he went crazy. Um, yeah. I'm in not, his first I'm, round. And it was entertaining to watch, but it's not enough because there's no competition. And in the All-Star game as well, there's no competition because you're not defending. So I think the format is is made it better. And I don't think the format is flawless. Um, but I don't think the format is the problem as well. Yeah. I think the problem is the the attitude and mentality that players have towards the All-Star game and also in extension towards the weekend in general because it's clear that they still get hyped up for it they still get butthurt about it when they get left out of the game but yeah but then when they actually do make it to the game it's just yeah, like they don't they don't take it seriously it's like exactly cuz at the end of the day like the the entire what fans want to see at at the All-Star game is like you take the the 20, the 24 best players in the league or like they're about obviously injuries here and there um, mm-hmm. put them on a court together and like let's like let's see the highest level of basketball possible like obviously we know they're not going to play all out defense like there's a championship with the line or anything crazy but like try to win yes try to win like I remember um, I think it was last year two years ago where in the fourth quarter, things got fucked, like, competitive as hell. Kyle Lowry was mm-hmm. taking charges. Um, Giannis blocked LeBron on a couple fadeaways. And Bede was posting up. And it was like, we wanted to see that for the entire four quarters, but we only got to see it in the fourth. But it's like, you know, at least we got to see Better it. Better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's just like, it's just a layup lineup. Like, it's literally just layup after layup after layup after layup. And it's like, this is not fun for anyone. Like, fans no. are not enjoying it. Um, I really appreciated that Jalen Brown came out after the game and was like, this was just, this was a layup line. Like, this was a glorified layup line. Mike Malone, the, the coach of Team LeBron, 
it was like, yeah, this was an honor to to be here at All Star Weekend to to be a coach selected for this, because um, obviously there's only two coaches in, in the entire league um, selected for those uh, for that yeah. role. Yeah. Um. He was like, yeah, this was an honor, but frankly, this was the worst basketball I've ever been a part of. Like, it, it's just literally just like everyone is just what like a guy can literally walk the ball up the court and walk mm-hmm. into a dunk. Like, yeah. doesn't have to sprint or like doesn't have to blow by anyone. Doesn't have to put on anything, just walk and just dunk it. And it's, it's like, bro, this is not entertaining at all. Like, not even a little bit. Like, And I understand if someone's got a... Like, if they're, if they're slashing to the rim and you know they're going to go up for a crazy dunk, let them do it. You don't want to injure them. Yeah. And you want to put on a show. For a layup, block the shit out of that, bro. That's the show. The yeah. show is not the layup. The show is you pinning that to the backboard. Counter, alley-oop to LeBron off the backboard... These are the types of plays that make basketball exciting. These guys think that just a dunk makes it exciting. I yeah. think, I'll be honest, the players either have stopped doing it for the fans, which doesn't make sense because the whole purpose of the weekend is for the fans. Yeah. But they've either stopped putting on a show for the fans or they've completely lost perspective of what a show is. Not all of them, but at least a lot of them. Yeah. They've, they've lost perspective of what, the, what, it's meant, what it means to put on a show because they think that just doing these actions puts... puts makes it exciting but realistically it's the competition within the actions that that makes makes it it interesting yeah like for example like watching jason tatum make a three-pointer not nearly as entertaining as watching him make a three-pointer like over like really good like defense like some some of the most like the the more exciting part of the of the all-star game was when jalen brown and jason tatum were going at it because they were actually playing defense on one another and like when Jalen Brown hit that step back, when when um when Tatum forced the forced turnover, like that was in, like that was entertaining, because like you can imagine that that's what's going on in practice every day on the Celtics team, anyways, right? And like that that's what we want to see. We want to see that show. And honestly, if if the NBA, if the All Star Game is similar again next year, like similar to what it was this year, honestly, like. One idea that I have would be to turn the All-Star game into a three-on-three competition. Um, obviously, there's 12 guys on the floor. Each quarter, you throw on a, um, a different three guys from each team, and they just mm-hmm. go at it. Three-on-three, half-court, I feel like, like relay. Be... It's almost like a relay, bro. Exactly. It's almost like a three-on-three relay. That, I like that, man. Yeah. I like that. Like, I feel like that would be... Because comp- three-on-three, like, there's still enough space to, like, be able to cut to the rim and get some really dope dunks off with, like, limited chance for injury because the court isn't, you know, fully packed. But, like, you still have... Like, three-on-three, and then make it... um if, if you score, you get the ball back. So that way, if yeah. you go out there and you decide not to play defense, you look up and it's 14 nothing in, in, like, two seconds. It's like... Clown. Yeah. So, like, it's going to force you to play some defense to, to try to get that ball back. Because the way it is right now, it's like, you put in score, obviously, you get the ball back. You can go lay up, lay up, lay up, lay up, lay up. And it's just like, you know, I think the, the NBA can, because can, obviously the, the fans have been pushing for a 1v1 contest and the, the NBA has, like, yeah. has been um, kind of trying not Close to do to that. Yeah. Um, so, a 3 on 3 competition, I feel like it's it's close enough. Like, it's a smaller... Um, smaller group on the court, and and I think it, it can be really, really exciting. You can even combine that with the big three. I'm mm. sure there's a deal to be made there. I'm sure there's a deal to be made where you bring the big three in. You've got a NBA All Star big three collab. With that, you have big three All Star game before. Mm. You've got all of their players doing their three on three, and then after that, you got the NBA one. Yeah. Because I know they'd love the extra revenue as well. The NBA can't. They, they, they'll be licking their lips if they think they can add an extra event. Yep. So, yeah. I don't know. It might be it might be a bit out there, but I feel like something like that would freshen it up and be real good, man. That would be real nice. I like that idea from you, Cheesy, bro. Yeah, thanks, bro. So, like, because at this point, it's like we've, we've, tried, we've tried different ways to revamp this format. And even at its best, which was like two years ago, we got one competitive quarter out of it. Like, mm-hmm. if we can make all four quarters competitive... I feel like that would be fucking amazing, um, but yeah, the the NBA has a lot of has a lot of work to do on the on the All Star Game front. Um, I mean, overall, if it is a three on. Th- I'm sorry, go on. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, if it is a three on three contest, then 
it will mean that even when the guys are on the sideline, they'll be there. Like they'll they'll be rooting for whoever's playing because it matters exactly. to you. Yep. that matters to you because that the, that affects how you're going to play uh, going forwards. And then you can structure it in a way that you'll have even sorts of matching. So yeah. you've already got a set number of guards and set number of forwards. Yeah. Match then, that up well. Also, I think it, it, it makes it more interesting for the coaches as well. Because now the coaches yeah. have to decide who who's the three-man lineup that I'm going to put on first. Um, where do I like do I want to put LeBron in the four, in the first in the in the first quarter? Because like he only gets one chance to play. So do I want him in the first quarter or do I want him in the fourth? Like do, like where do I want to play Giannis? Where do I want to put this guy? Like how do I want do I just want a, a three-guard lineup this game? Do I want um two bigs? Do I want a big and two guards? Like how are you going to like match this up? It gives the coaches more like like something else to think about. Um, yeah. makes it more fun for the fans. I think also like it's reduced minutes for the players as well. Um, so like you you're you know if you're thinking about injury risks, like you're playing less minutes, so like you can play harder in those few minutes as opposed to like you know just jogging for the entire forty eight minutes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it 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 helps solve a couple of different problems. So. NBA All Star three and three contest, man. Instead of the All Star game, let's go. Let's get it. Let's do it, bro. Let's do yeah. it. Um, but after the All Star game, um, there obviously there's been the, the the buyout market has been has been very active. Um, a couple of players who were traded have been bought out from their teams, or players who were uh, who there are still some players that are on their team who just aren't receiving any minutes and are supposed to be bought out. Um, so what we'll do actually next is just go over some of those players who have been who have been um, bought out, gone to a new team, or guys that we expect mm-hmm. to be bought out, and like the the rumors around where they could end up. Um, yep, let's get it. The the first player that we we can go over, I think, is the biggest name in the buyout market is Russell Westbrook. Um, mm-hmm. After being traded to Utah, he got um, released by Utah, cleared the waivers, and has signed with the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, Personally, I like this move for him for for a couple of reasons. Um, but Vino, let's like, what do you think about this this um, Westbrook to the Clippers move? First of all, I love it because it's extremely beneficial for me. Uh, I have him on my fantasy team, and I was I was worried about a long layoff. So mm. it's nice that he's uh, he's signed up quickly. So he's gonna get back on that court, give me some more points. But on yeah. a whole, I think it's a very good move um, for him and for the Clippers. He's going to get his chances because the Clippers are the most unhealthy franchise in NBA history. And um, he's going to get chances to be number one on that team sometimes and things like that. Uh, on top of that, it's a good balance as well, I think. They needed a guy at guard position who can really handle the rock. They tried it with uh, with um, John Wall. And yeah. I actually appreciate them trying it with John Wall because I'm a big fan of his and I think he deserved a chance. But... I think that's proven that he's his injuries were are a little too bad to to come back from, I think, at this stage in his career. So yeah. it is what it is in that situation. But Russ is actually, I think, a very suitable replacement. Uh, it's funny. I think the second time they've been traded for each other now. Mm, uh, not this time they it wasn't traded a trade, for each but it was other, like, but yeah. it, it kind of was, though. It was like a John Wall out the door, Russ in, but... Um. Yeah, I'm happy with the move for the Clippers. I think it's good for definitely Russ because he wanted to be in LA. Is why he went to to the Lakers in the first place, and uh, he's able to stay at home uh, with his family and 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 his day to day life that he's he's enjoying. So for him, it's definitely a good move. But he was doing well on the Lakers this year. I'm hoping he can carry it on for the Clippers and see what happens there. I mean, Kawhi needs to actually show up to work sometimes, but yeah. other than that. They're good, man. Yeah, like, I, I, um, like just on a personal level, I feel like this. I, I like this for us. Um, and yeah, personal I level, it, I mean, like you, you look at what since his OKC days, like he hasn't been at a place for more than a year. Um, with this Lakers team, was there literally a year and a half? Because obviously, after OKC, he went to the, to Houston. That was one year. Went to Washington. That was one year. And then LA won a year and a half, and then got traded. Um, so the fact that he's able to stay in, in LA for for this extra year, like obviously just having that bit more continuity, um, like doesn't have to you know switch up everything for the family over the course of another year and a half, um, so that's great. And then on the court, like 
I think the Lakers didn't do Westbrook and like the pairing of Westbrook, AD, and Braun and like justice because you look at like how Westbrook has been, um, um, like when he's been successful in his career, he's always had shooters all around the floor. Um, shooters and a good big man. Obviously, the Lakers had AD, um, was injured for, for quite a bit of it, but he was still there. But then in terms of shooters, like there were none to be found. You look at this Clippers team and they've got shooters all around the court. Um, they just signed Eric Gordon. Oh, did they? I believe they did. They got Eric Gordon. Um, no, they let go of Eric Gordon, I think. No, they just got Eric Gordon because the, they got oh, they him just from, got him from Houston. Yeah, Sorry. From Houston for, for John Wall. Yeah. My um, they've, they've, they've got guys like um, Terrence Mann like they've got shooters they've got a big like they've got a good enough team um, where Westbrook on games where you know Kawhi is out and maybe Paul George is on limited minutes or whatever like he can still be that number one option and he has good enough players around him where he can be at his best um, and he can he can help lighten the load on Kawhi and um, and Paul George when those guys are in the lineup. So I feel like this move makes a lot of sense for um, Westbrook and for the Clippers. Um, the next big move, um, Kevin Love. Kevin Love um, was released by the the Cavs after I feel like this the, the Kevin Love trade or Kevin Love release. I feel feel like has been that talk has been going on for like at least two years. Um, they finally did it, and now he has signed with the Miami Heat. Um, what do you think about that move? I can't believe Kevin Love is not a Cleveland Cavalier anymore, bro. I swear yeah. to God, the last two off-seasons, I thought he was gone for sure. Yep. And he was still there. So, I mean, shout out to him. He definitely needed an environment change. Um, yeah. To think that he outlasted LeBron in <laughs> Cleveland is actually <laughs> wild, yeah. It's actually yeah. insane. So, um, crazy, man. But the Heat, they had that one year. They went to the finals. It's not happening again. Uh, they need to stop trying to win now. They need to start, start focusing on their future. Stop giving uh, stop giving guys uh, who, who like to hit threes massive 90 mil contracts. I'm looking at you, Duncan Robinson. And um, <laughs> they, got to, they got to start making moves for the future, bro. They gave him that contract because they thought, it's win now. It's win now. He's yeah. a 3 and D guy. He can get us buckets. He can play defense. He can take us up to the next level if he develops. But realistically, he wasn't that guy. He's not that guy. Yeah. And you've now given a young guy a big contract for a few years, tied yourself up in that. You're picking up guys like Victor Oladipo who are giving you decent returns and they're doing all right, but it's not moving the needle for them that much. I think Kevin Love is a nice addition and it might have a good impact. Uh, it will have a good impact, in fact. He'll be able to space the floor for them as a secondary option off the bench. Uh, give a little bit more space for for the backup guys to to work in because obviously they're not they're not as as good one on one generally as the starters and and the backup unit is a lot more of a move the ball kind of uh, vibe with the with the heat. So it's gonna help with that. Make sure the ball keeps fizzing around, but. I mean, they're a middling out Eastern Conference team that need to focus on the future. That is yeah. as simple as that for me. Yeah, like this move, honestly, like I do like it a little bit. Um, as you mm. said, it it helps them space the floor, uh, gives them a bit more versatility in terms of that four or five man position. Um, but like long term, it's not like compared to to what's at top of the East. Like this isn't this isn't going to get it done. Um, so it's like, I understand just becoming more competitive. Um, cause this Miami, like Miami Heat isn't a team that you look at and like, they're, they're not the kind of team that goes through rebuilds like that. Like even when they're rebuilding or like retooling, they still want to be competitive. Like, and competitive doesn't always mean top four to compare, like, you know, making the playoffs and being a team that is a tough out in the first round for them. It's still like it, like they'll take that over missing playoffs and like getting like, you know, number four, or number five um, draft pick. Um, like that has been the MO over the past few years. Like even after losing Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch, like they still try to remain competitive um, during that time period 
un- until they, they got Jimmy Butler and like retooled, made it back to the finals. Um, now they're kind of in that like, you know, things aren't quite working out the way they, they had hoped. Um, the teams in the in the West, sorry, in the East are becoming stronger. They're like things just aren't working out for them, but they still want to remain a, a playoff team um, and, and like keep that that grinded out um, kind of mindset. And Kevin Love can definitely add to that. So, like, it's a good move on that front. But in terms of you know making it to um, any like making it deep into the playoffs, I don't see that happening. Um, but they might not finish in the play-ins though, because now now with the with the um, the Nets with the Nets falling like out, a, yeah, drop dropping like it's hot. Uh, yeah. they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna sneak up into that top six, but. Other than that, realistically, I said this before the season, you guys laughed at me. I wish, I wish Noble was here so I could clown him too. But the Knicks are are better than the Heat. And that's not to brag about how good the Knicks are, but bro, the Heat are not even better than the Knicks. Yeah. And the Knicks are a middling out Eastern Conference team who, at least we're young. You know, at least we're young. The Heat are old as hell. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Miami needs to... I, I think they... they even if they, they plan on still staying competitive, I think it would benefit them just to start going a little younger. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, like, at the end of the day, the, the NBA is still a young man's game. Like, you, you want your superstars to be a little more seasoned. It's like your Jimmy Butler, your Bam. Like, they, those guys are, are like, Bam, a, a bit less than, than Jimmy. But, like, you've got your, your kind of older guys. You want to start going a little younger. You want your power forwards, your center to be a little younger. Uh, have that bit more spring in the steps to, to you know play more play better defense as opposed to a guy like Kevin Love who wasn't ever really a good defensive player and then now in his older years like cannot keep up with you know the the crop of centers now for his, like he can't keep no way he can keep up with Joel Embiid um, when a guy like um, even um, Rob Williams who isn't really an All Star level player but he will run circles around Kevin, a guy like Kevin Love just because of how fast and young he is. Um, oh, yeah. So so I think it, it will make more sense for them to just start going younger in like different positions um, when possible. But another move that... Um, like this one, I think, could actually have a bit of an impact. Um, Derrick Rose. He's still... He hasn't been bought out by the Knicks yet, um, but he also hasn't played a game in over a month. With the Knicks, mm-hmm. um, yeah. so everyone is is assuming that the Knicks are, like, that they're working on a on a buyout deal, and a team that's very interested in getting him is the Phoenix Suns. Obviously, these same Suns that just signed um, Kevin Durant and have a big four, um, be looking to add D Rose. Uh, what do you think about that potential move? Uh well, to start off with, there's a sad ending um, between the Knicks and D Rose because between Tom Thibodeau and D Rose. Yeah, between Tom Thibodeau and D Rose as well, and that that Tom Thibodeau one is really like the end of an era here. Mm. The the way this has happened because he's played with the, he's had D Rose on three different teams now. Yep, at least three different teams. Yeah, three different teams: uh, Chicago, yeah. Timberwolves, and now Knicks. And the Knicks, yeah. And oh man, I'm not gonna lie. Talking about D Rose, I can't even focus on the move too much. It's just I feel sad that that the D Rose. It's fizzed out quietly, but I think it's really, really, really over now, man. Hmm. D Rose is is era because even until last season, he was averaging fourteen a game, respectable role player in the league. He's gonna go to the Suns. He's gonna be a good player for them, uh, and I'm happy that he's gonna go somewhere where he can be competitive. I'd love if he wins a ring. Uh, I I really hope that they don't, but at the same time, <laughs> if they do, I'd love it for D Rose because he deserves it. But He's 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 gonna be a good player for them. He's gonna give them uh, a spark off the bench. Still, he's gonna give them something that is a bit hard to come by in the NBA nowadays, and that's inside finishing from the guard position. And he's gonna he's gonna just give them that extra dimension off the bench, which he's done for for the Knicks for a few years now. Just been able to come off and and do things that other players can't do, even at his age and his. Injury history now, D-Rose is still far more capable at inspiring a team and bringing uh, energy into a into a dying corpse of a team. In a, into in a an arena game. as well. Yeah, into an arena. So, shouts to the Suns for picking up D-Rose if they do do that after the Knicks potentially buy him out. Um, 
but yeah, man, end of an era with the with the Knicks and with Thibodeau, man. It's sad, but hey, let's let's just hope D Rose has got a few highlights left in him in the Suns. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and honestly, I feel like at this point, this Suns team is like. If if they if they do end up making this move, like with or without this move, this is their championship to win to lose anyways. Um, mm-hmm. But if they do make this move now, like even their backup point guard role is like is solidified. Like they they're solid all around the court, um, and this could just this could be the final like the final piece to the puzzle. Um, you say that though, but you remember you say that this this championship is theirs to lose. But if you if you recall. What was the Milwaukee Bucks record 13 games ago? What was they were it? 29, they were 29 and 17. Do you know what their record is now? What? 42 and 17. 13 <laughs> unbeaten, bro. They're coming. They're loading. So Like here's the thing. Like to me the Bucks the Bucks Celtics um, come like are the two teams coming out of the or, or the two the two teams that are going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals? In my opinion, I feel like that that's not that's not a hot take at all. You're um, half right there, half yeah. right. <laughs> don't don't fucking tell me you Knicks, bro. Bro, we already know you can't escape it. The Knicks are in the sixth seed right now. Yeah, we're gonna overtake the Nets for sure. We're gonna overtake the Nets for sure. Then that's five seed. The Cavs. Yo, are Vino, this is sick, row, bro. bro. Vino, the Cavs have sick. lost three. The Cavs, have <laughs> the, Cavs, the Cavs have lost three in a row. They dropping like it's hot as well. So then oh all of a sudden God, the Knicks bro. have slid up into the four seed. Knicks have slid up into the four seed right behind the, the, the Sixers, bro. Okay, oh, and then oh, now Celtic Celtics Knicks in the in the second round of the playoffs. Now what? It's a wash, bro. You know what Julius <laughs> so Randle would do? You know what Julius Randle would do to those boys? <laughs> You know what Julius Randle would do to those boys, oh bro? Oh my god, he said it so much. <laughs> oh my god. What you think, Marcus Smart, with his little little rabid dog energy, having ass, is gonna guard uh, a Jalen Brunson? He's gonna have circles run around him, bro. Oh my days. Ah, oh, this guy. Bring them, bring them, bring them. I swear to God, bring them. Vino, this is sick. You, you need to go get bring, help. Go get bring help. Them. Bring them. Go get help, Bring bro. them. Bring them. Let's just make sure Mitchell Robinson's back healthy in time, though. Oh, my days. Um, but I think team. coming out of the West, like, before this um, this KD trade, like, I felt like the West was wide open. Like, anyone yeah. could have won it. And then now yeah. it's like, if, if the Nets don't win it, like, don't win the West, like, that's, in my eyes, that's a failure, or, like, this year. Um, and going into the finals, like the the Celtics or the Bucks will probably have a, a better record just because of the way they've started the season. So they'll probably have home courts. But after making this trade and, and having four all stars, whereas like mm-hmm. any other team in the West has in the East has two or like not four all stars, but four all star level players um, like any other team in the in the in, in the East has two. So like you you should win this, um, and yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, you should. Like, if if the Celtics get beat by the Suns, it's like okay, fine, it was the Suns. If the Suns get beat by the Celtics, it's like, bro, what the fuck were you doing? Like you have, you have the most stacked team in the league, like exactly. easily the like the deepest team right now, or like the strongest, the heaviest up top, and one of the deepest still. Like, yeah, you sh- you should you should go ahead and win this championship. Yeah, but um, when it comes to finals teams and, and everything, it's, in the East, I think it is still open. I mean, if you look at it, the Knicks only have one less win than the two seed in the West. Than the two seed in the West. Bro, okay? Bro. So, all all I'm going to say is is if you, see, if you see them dogs in your front yard, just know upstairs I'm going hard. <laughs> Bing, bang. That's all I'm going to say, bro. Um, so, there's, there's three other um, moves. To, to go over here real quick, but we'll mm-hmm. just run through them because they aren't that big. Uh, Pat Beverly to the Bulls, Reggie Jackson to the Denver Nuggets, mm-hmm. and uh, Will Barton has gotten bought out, so um, he hasn't decided on his team yet. Um, any of those three guys um, that you, you think would make a, a significant impact on the teams that they're joining? 
Or who do you think will have the biggest impact on the team that you join? Better question. Pat Bev. Pat Bev. Just because of the energy that he brings. I'm not going to lie. He, I hate the guy. Just because I, I, I like watching basketball. Yeah. This guy, this guy likes... There's an Indian sport that we've got called Kabaddi. Uh, where essentially um, you've got to basically run through a wall of people or run past a wall of people and they've got to stop you. And it's it's a pure contact sport. And that's what Pat Bev plays in the NBA on a regular basis. Same way Tony Snell plays treadmill in the NBA on a regular basis. So it's... Yeah. <laughs> His energy... Is is unrivaled, but when when um, when uh, Will Barton resigns, yeah, then it's a different story because Will Barton, I think, is actually a very underrated player. He's been inconsistent in the past, uh, but it's not one of those players where you think, oh, he can never be consistent. Yeah, he's always going to be like this. I think if he gets a run, no injuries, we've seen it with him for a year, two years with the Nuggets before as well. Yeah, he has the capability. I think that could be exciting. Uh, come to the Knicks, bro. Come yeah. to the Knicks. Um, Will Barton, come on. Lakers are calling your phone. You know that. Just pick up. Pick up. Come, come to the Knicks. Come, come to the Lakers, bro. Come on. Bro, we're going to um, be the number but, four seed in the East. The Lakers ain't even going to be in the playoffs. Honestly, um, the, the Pat Bebb move, like, I don't think moves the needle at all. He says he, he's really? got the, the, the two Lakers games. He's got them uh, circled in this calendar now. And I'm like, bro. You were averaging four points on a team that is in 13th place. <laughs> Come now. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, if, if Westbrook had said he has, he has the, the Lakers game uh, circling on his calendar, I'd be like, ah, oh, fuck, man, this fucking guy. But Yeah, he's going to do us. Yeah. But like, Pepev, come on now. Come, come, come now. Relax. Relax. Like you, you were go- like you were going to be traded. You knew that. You got you were, the team was in thirteenth place, bro, and you're averaging four points. Like they're going to trade you. Like they're bro, just. And now you've gone. He's, <laughs> he's leveled up so much to the eleventh seed. <laughs> he's leveled up to the eleventh seed now. The reason bro. I think he'll make a small difference is because at least he can hold down that point guard position a little bit, and I think he'll push them into a playing spot. Mm. That's the reason why I think it makes a slight difference because. If they were the twelfth seed, it wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah, but, but they're 11, the eleventh seed, can, and they've only got, they're only one, one game back. Yeah, one and a half games back, and I think he can push them one and a half games. I think he's still got that dog in him, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> come on. Yeah, um, the Reggie Jackson to the Nuggets. Like Reggie is, is still a really good player. Um, the Nuggets do like do can benefit from another point guard, especially after trading Bones Island. Um, so I feel like that that's also a solid move there. But, you know, I think the reason why I'm not as hyped as I would normally be for this trade is because of what the fucking um, Phoenix Suns have done. Um, at this yeah. point, it, it feels like everything that everyone else does is just like barely moving the needle because whatever you do, you're probably going to have to go through the Suns. And at this rate... Whatever you're doing isn't really enough to get past them, um, so that, that that that's that's the reason why my um, if there's any Nuggets fans that listen to this, that, that's the reason why my um, feelings about this is a little muted. Um, but that pretty much brings us to the end of our show. Um, unless you have any mm-hmm. any other hot takes that you want to spit out before we we let these people go. No, no, no other hot takes. I'll be honest. Um, I don't think the next one is a hot take at all. Um, mm. I think that that's pretty obvious. That this is what's gonna happen. Um, is this, I don't know why you're laughing, bro. I, ain't gonna lie. I don't know why you're laughing, but hey, man, you know, I, I just, I wish, I wish I had your, the amount of confidence that you have in your Knicks, bro. Like, regardless yeah, no, of all the failures that they've put you through, you just like you just ride so hard for them. I can understand why you don't have the confidence, seeing as you are in the, in the thirteenth seed. So it makes sense <laughs> now. Uh, me and you, bro, we're not the same. You need to understand this. You, you've got your little new car, yeah, and you've got all the confidence in the world, yeah. You're, you're the 13th seed in the in the West, bro. Remember that, first and foremost. Okay, the Knicks are sat pretty. Mm. Uh, technically, like, on standings, it says six. But 
I'm calling that a five because mm. the Nets don't really they they don't really count there anymore. Mm. It's like it's like being like a, a really good racing driver, uh, and then just someone shooting you dead at the wheel just because you're first now. Bro, your car's not moving no more, bro. Your car's not moving no more, so <laughs> you don't really count. You don't really count. So, um, with a with a realistically, and if we're the five seed, might as well round up a little bit because the Cavs are kind of bombed. <laughs> they, they've lost. They've lost three in a row. Yeah, so we'll call us number four. So we're in the top top half of the playoff bracket in the East now. Mm. And we've seen teams from much lower go much further. That's all I'm going to say. And, and we've got we've got the greatest Julius of all time. We've got the greatest Jalen in the whole NBA. Oh, um, man. Come on, bro. And we've got Jalen Brunson's dad as well. Yeah. Well, in yeah. the coaching staff, man. Bro, you know what? Your, your mental arithmetic is to be... It's, it's, it's the stuff to be studied for generations to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Oh, oh, I can't man. wait for the finals, bro. I can't wait for the finals. It's, it's a bit scary coming up against the Suns, but <laughs> you know. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> I don't know why this guy's laughing. Bro. I don't know why this guy's laughing, bro. For the record, oh, there's nothing funny happening in the room. If you guys are confused, I'm confused as well, bro. I don't think I don't people are confused. I really don't think people <laughs> are confused. <laughs> 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 oh. No, no they're, definitely, they're definitely confused, bro. They're definitely confused. Look, I'll alleviate any confusion for you guys now. Um, as you know, the guy, he's had a pretty good, uh, pretty good time recently. So he's just... Little delirious. Oh man! Uh, I know, that, that's why he's responding like this to a very obvious statement. Mm. Um, obvious statement. Yep. The only team in the East, the only team in the East that can take us down really, are oh, the Atlanta God. Hawks. So, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I see that they could potentially get in our heads. Yo, uh, uh, from from. Vino, I, I, I think I think you you may, you may be mentally stuck in like 2021, bro. Come back, come back to us. Come bro, we're better than we were in 2021. We're better than we were in 2021. And on top of that, I just want to make a little shout out. A little shout out to Carl Kuzma and the Washington Wizards. Just about holding on to that 10 seed. Um, Patrick Beverly's coming for you. Mm. Dog. Alright, guys, that is the end of our show. We'll be back again next week. Uh, this time we'll have um, Noble in-house as well. Um, we'll break down oh, any yeah. other news that comes up in the league. And then we'll we'll be back with our uh, with our game predictions next week as well. Um, until then, guys, take care of yourselves and enjoy life, man. Catch you later.